Vinyl Draft Radio. Vinyl Draft Media Property. Either they're hard up or he's got blackmail material. Spiders. Goddamn spiders. This is the Adam Smasher Show. Snakes. Oh, goddamn worse. Shark Week. People act like they've never seen a shark before. Adam Smasher. Sloth Week is something I would be impressed with. What's going on, guys? I am your commander in cheese. On Final Draft Radio. All right, you heathens. You know, some of you uh, didn't even notice I was uh, gone for a while. No, I haven't done a new show in, in over a month, I guess. Thanks for noticing, dicks. Well, if you don't know, my name is Adam, and uh, I've been going through some shit, people. Some real stuff. Um, after one of the reasons I haven't been on the air, because uh, I haven't really felt like it, and it became too much... And I started to be overwhelmed and over anxious, anxiety, depression, everything was kicking in. And uh, my wife and I of 13 years have uh, separated and are going through a divorce. <gasps> no! Yeah. Uh, it's amicable. We gave it a good, good run. High five. A for effort. All that stuff. It's been weird, though. It's been really weird. You see, I, when I got together with my wife, I knew after six months I wanted to marry her. And I don't know why. Like, something just, okay, that sounded wrong. Um, I don't know why I felt that way, like, so strongly. I had never felt that way before about anyone. I wasn't looking to get married. Just... One day I was like, yeah, this is it. Well, it turns out I don't know shit. Yeah. (sighs) It's uh, every good marriage. People will tell you that it's a lot of years of hard work. There are a lot of bad times. And if you don't stay on top of it, it just deteriorates. And before you know it, it's too late. You know, feelings change, things are different, and there's really no going back to the way things were. So we we got consumed with uh, life and having two kids, and, um, you know, just kind of lost track of each other. You know, I think I started to become someone she didn't see herself being with. Same goes for me, and uh, yeah, so... All right. Hey, well, thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next month. Um, look, it was... Uh, man, I could probably talk to you about this for hours. I won't bore you, though. I've been talking it, uh, talking it out a lot in therapy. And just realizing that... Look, the only person you can change is yourself. I can't make her be the person that I need her to be. She can't make me be the person that she needs me to be. Does that make sense? So, 
you know, it's we had been living, you know, pretty much like roommates, co-parents for a while. You guys know the feeling. I know that happens a whole lot in relationships, especially after you have kids. And I'm telling you, if that's you, you better take care of it now. Nip it in the bud. Go to some counseling. Do something before it's too late. You know, my first initial reaction when she told me, I was like, oh, my God, what can I do? How can I make this better? How can I change? How can I, what can I do to make you want to stay? And then it's, I think that's a guy's natural reaction when in all actuality, it's, it's not the, the best thing to do. It's not, you know, it's, it wasn't me. I can't change to make things better. We have to change and we weren't doing that. So you can have one person in the relationship who's trying to change and be the person that their spouse wants them to be. But if it's not reciprocated, it's never going to work, you know? And I'm still struggling with this every day. I mean, it's, I feel like a just mad woman. This is what it must be like to be on your period, ladies. Just a full range of emotions every day. I go from sad to mad to angry to depressed to anxious to feeling good. It's it's ridiculous. I feel like I have a vagina. But I'm trying to take it as it comes. And it did take me a, a few weeks, but I snapped out of the shit, what am I going to do? My life is just, ugh. I'm really feeling sorry for myself, maybe a little bit. And then I realized, man, I have been in this fog for years now, not seeing my relationship as everyone else saw it. Because one of the first things, uh, I've only told a few of my close friends and people I work with, but one of the first things a lot of my friends said, my close friends who know us well, well, it's about time. Like they saw it. They saw it wasn't working. They saw how we, we interacted with each other. And I didn't see it because I it's like beer goggles, you know, but relationship goggles. And once they were off, I saw, saw everything in a different light. I was like, damn, I deserve to be happy, right? She deserves to be happy. And again, it's not, you know, nasty, bitter. I, in fact, I stayed at the house for a few weeks until I figured out where I was going to go, you know? And guys, honestly, I can't even, I'm staying with a friend right now. I'm staying with my friends, John and Kelly. Thank God they have a big house and an upstairs bonus room that's now Adam's apartment because I can't even afford to live on my own right now. You know, I'm working on that too. So all of a sudden, I find myself, my life is in just complete disarray. Everything's turned upside down. And I'm thinking, good God. But I don't think ever, maybe in the beginning a little bit, I don't think I'm not going to make it. Because I will make it. I always have made it. Right? And um, 
you know, I think I realized, you know, things will work out. You know, our kids surprisingly took the news well. Um, I knew my my ten year old, my oldest, was very upset, and now he's you know. He, I don't see him visibly upset. He's still working stuff out. Now, my eight-year-old Cooper, he got upset for maybe a half a second, and I thought he was going to start crying, but he didn't, and within five minutes, he was playing basketball outside. Yeah, that's Cooper's mo- motto is, Cooper don't give a fuck. He, you know, he just, he's in Cooper's world. That's how he is. That's always how, that, that's always how he has been. Is that right? That's always the way he's been. Uh, writer, a little bit more like me. Introverted, needs time to, to process everything. But, you know, I can see the kids anytime I want. Um, they stayed with me just the other night for like two nights. It's so funny too because I told Katie that, and we, we still, in fact, I cooked dinner last night at my friend's house, and I made an all-you-can—well, all-you-can-eat. I guess all-you-can-eat, but I made a, a build-your-own taco bar kind of thing, right? I know, because tacos are life. And I invited Katie over, and she came over, and you know, it was nice. Everything was cool. Um, you know, there was no weirdness there. And I'm not gonna lie, you know, some days I, you know, I'm. She does something just makes me mad, and I'm calling her a bitch to my friends, and I'm sure she calls me a dick to her friends sometimes, but at the end of the day, we still both get along, and we wanted to do what was best for us and our kids, and kids aren't dumb, so they can, they can see when you're not happy, and we didn't want them to pick up on that because, honestly, I, I saw, you know, I've seen... Too many people live like that, you know? I'm sure some of your parents live like that. Ever get that feeling like, oh, my mom and dad don't even like each other anymore. They just live together because they're old, you know? They're not going to change. When you get to that certain age, you're just whatever. And one of the things Katie told me whenever something was going to have to change, I was thinking about you know, having, having a come to Jesus, but she beat me to the punch, which is fine. But one of the things that she said is, look, we're still both young. You know, we're 40. I'll, I'll be 42 next month. She, uh, she turns 40 in, no, 41? Well, I don't know how old she is. Maybe that's a, a, something that contributed to the uh, downfall of our marriage. Uh, no, she's, yeah, she's going to be 41. No, 42. God damn it. When is it? 1978. Oh, she'll be 40. Okay. 40. Damn it. Oh, like you're perfect. Anyway, uh, we're still young and we still have time to be happy. And, you know, even though we're probably not at the same, she's been living with this for longer than I have. So we're not at the same place. I don't know. She... She told me that it didn't bother her if she thought of me with someone else because she just wanted me to be happy, which is nice, but also like, oh, really? Because some days I think about her being with some other dude, 
and it makes my skin crawl and, uh, you know, makes me want to stab someone. The dude, not her. Um, but other days I'm like, well, you know, okay, I can see that. I, I want her to be happy as well. So we're working it out. It's a work in progress. And, uh, yeah, so that's what's going on with me. Heavy stuff. I know. It's like I found myself, I have to reinvent myself at 42. Career and personally. Because I've been living in this, again, in this just marriage bubble, just, you know, all the all the years, I mean, I don't want to say that, you know, it was all bad, because we certainly had great times, and there were some good years, but one thing that you have to do, ladies, I'm going to give you some advice, okay? I'm going to give you some advice, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this, and you follow it, you'll be fine. If you don't follow it, I'm going to be there to, to say, I told you so. You cannot cannot assume that your man knows what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're going through. And you can't say, well, he should know. Bullshit. Okay? Our brains are wired completely different. That doesn't mean he's insensitive or doesn't care about you. I don't think there ever was a time that, you know, I didn't care about my wife. I still care about her. In fact, some days I wake up and I ask myself, are you still in love with her? I mean, we love each other. You know what I mean? It's that that thing where you love them, but you're not in love with them. I don't even know if I'm in love with her. I I really don't know. My feelings are so conflicted and so confused right now. I mean, I still look at her because, I mean, she's smoking hot. And... uh, you know, I feel that little flutter that I felt in the beginning. But I don't know if that's just, you know, I'm missing the, uh, it's me reminiscing or, you know, the feelings. I I don't know. I'm working it out in therapy. I'm confused because some days I can't stand her. In fact, I told her, I don't want to be married to you either. Let's proceed. Let's proceed. Uh, and everything is, again, amicable, and it it's all good. But don't assume that your guy is going to know what you're feeling or what you're going through because, you know, just one of the things that contributed to, you know, our relationship ultimately not working out is keeping things to yourself and, um, I guess, getting caught up in day-to-day life and raising kids. I know it's 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 hard. It's time-consuming. Okay, it is. But if you don't communicate, ladies, guys, you have to communicate too. I know. That's the the c word. See, the c word for ladies, the the c word that makes them cringe, completely different from the c word that makes us cringe. For us, it's communicate. All right. For them, it's. They don't like that. They don't like people to use that. And you know, it it is an ugly word anyway. You cannot let it go. You cannot just tuck it away and just deal. I'll deal with it later because those feelings are going to harbor, you know, they're going to build up. You're going to have resentment and 
you're going to be exactly where we were if you don't tackle the problem. By the time we started marriage counseling, it was too late. It was too late. She was too far gone. And, you know, here I am. Okay. And, you know, going to counseling, doing things I needed to do, which, you know, yay for me, pat on the back. I'm doing what I have to. But again, it was too late. And I completely understand that. You know, I, I'll always, uh, I'll always, you know, love Katie. And, you know, I, I always hear the celebrities, this always happens when celebrities split up, even, you know, when they're dating, but especially when they're married. Oh, you know, it's an amicable split. We're still friends. And I always said, bullshit, bullshit. But now I understand because it is possible, especially when you have kids, because now it would be totally different if, you know, one of us was being unfaithful, was cheating or whatever. None of that was happening. All right. None of that is happening. And I can totally see how it can be amicable and you can be friends and you can be, you know, have a relationship, especially when you have kids, because you need to do it for your kids. And we're trying to to keep everything as normal for the kids as we can. The only difference is I don't live there anymore. We still go out to dinner, have family time, all that stuff. But, uh, you know, it's just dad doesn't live here anymore. That's all. So, simple, right? All right, let's move on. I am horrified, guys, about the thought of dating again. Oh, God. In 2018, I've always said, oh, I'm glad I don't have to date. I don't know. In my future, I think I might just be alone for the rest of my life, just out of sheer convenience, because I don't want to have to deal with people. <laughs> dating apps, all that crap. Please. So learn from my mistakes. Communicate, get everything out in the open, because if you ignore it, like 10 years can go by in the blink of an eye. My oldest just turned 10, and I cannot believe it has been 10 years. Time flies. That's why you need to take care of it and stop, or end it, and stop wasting your, your time and both be happy. You can be happy separately, or you can be miserable together. It's a lot more fun if you're happy separately, people. No one wants to be miserable, even together. You know? Anyway, well, this is going to be an interesting show. And I would never go on the air and, you know, talk bad about her or, or you know, cast her in, in a bad light, I guess. Because, again, it takes two to make or break a relationship. And we were a team. We still are a team, just a parenting team. And, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm free to go out, have all the, the sex with all the hot women who want me. All, all I want, right? Yeah, I'm being sarcastic. No one wants to have sex with me. Again, I think I'm just going to be alone. This is for convenience because I just, I don't want to, it's too complicated. I can tell you I'm never getting married again. I can definitely tell you that. I'm not saying I'm not going to have another relationship. Marriage, Done. 
Kids? Oh, no. I got two, I'm good. They keep me busy enough. Anyway, so my name is Adam. I'm a divorcee. I'm 42. I'm a Libra. I enjoy tacos, any kind, really. Breakfast, lunch, barbecue, fish tacos, any kind of taco. Never met a taco I didn't like. I work four part-time jobs, and I live in the upstairs of my friend's house because I can't afford a place to live. And I have two kids and a lot of baggage. Who wants a date? Adam Smasher Show. Final Draft Radio. I wanted to share this with you guys and talk about this a little bit because I mentioned a few minutes ago, top of the show, that I'm going through a divorce right now. 13 years. Again, gave it a good run. High five. Good game, Pat. Get him next time, champ. Well... One of the things that I think contributed is my personality, I guess, whenever you first start dating someone, I think you really need to lay it out, everything out on the line, because, and you know what, maybe I didn't really even know this about me then, because I think about it back, 2003 maybe it was, I don't remember being this way, and it wasn't until after you know, I got together with Katie and before we got married that I started taking medication for anxiety, depression after I had a panic attack one night. So I don't know if, if something changed in me or what, but I think I've always been introverted in a, in a sense, but it got worse over the course of our marriage. And Look, one thing that you should know, and you should, if you have introverted friends, you should know this. There's a great video. I shared it on my Facebook page. If you guys uh, are connected with me on Facebook. And uh, introverts, it explains introverts and, and how we think. And it's very interesting because Katie is an extrovert. She loves being around people, very social. And it's not that I'm not, but forever it... I think she's still trying to understand. I, 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 it's hard to have someone understand uh, the way you, you feel when you're an introvert. And it's not that, that I want to feel this way. It's, it's just the way it is, you know? I mean, it is just the way it is. You can't help that. I'm going to therapy. I'm always working on that. I want to be a more positive person. Not like always smiley, like, eh, you know, those people I don't trust. All right? If you're smiling all the time and you're positive all the time, something's wrong with you. You're not human. Um, but it, it basically, it, the message of the video, it, it's, you know, don't give up on us introverts. You know, don't stop inviting us places because, you know, Katie is like that. She has, not just with me, but, you know, oh, I'm tired of asking. You know, I'm just going to give up, whatever. And with me... You know, it's not that I don't want to go. Sometimes a social situation um, is overwhelming. And it's not bad for like a little while. But after you, you've been in the situation, you know, you go to a party. and went with her to a, a friend of hers. Um, they had a housewarming party. And looking back, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought, I mean, it was fine. Towards the end of the night, after I'd been there a while... Um, they have a dog, and of course, I know, I've become that crazy dog person where I just gravitate towards the, the, the dog. 
Because dogs will love you no matter what. I don't care. And, you know, she had mentioned that afterwards. You know, I can't even go and, and be social and have a good time. I ended up with a dog not talking to anyone. Well, she doesn't understand because she's an extrovert, okay? Just like I don't understand her, how you can be around that many people all the time. I mean, she is almost literally never alone. I love alone time. It's awesome. And there's a difference between being alone and being lonely, okay? When I have my alone time, I'm enjoying, I'm not lonely. I just want to be left the fuck alone. That's it. And it's hard, just like it's hard for me to understand an extroverted personality. It's very hard, you know, for them to understand my introverted personality. And it's different because you don't get as much shit when you're an extrovert because who's like, you know, oh, that person, you know, talking, uh, having a good time, having fun, laughing, you know, they do that too much. No. But when you're an introvert, you know, all like, you know, weirdo in the corner over there, not talking to anyone. So it's different. So pay attention to your introverted friends. We're just different. We're not weird or always depressed because I'm not. I'm not always depressed. Absolutely not. I'm not depressed right now. In fact, I felt good enough to do a show again, which is amazing. You know, I just don't think she saw me as as introverted as I am when we first got together and even up until we got married a year after marriage. But after a while, you know, you start to notice and you don't communicate, then you don't you know, resolve anything and then things happen and whatever. But it is what it is. I've said that so many times in the past like month and I hate that saying. It, it is what it is. Shut up. It is what it is. So anyway, be nice to your introverted friends. Don't stop calling them. Don't stop inviting them places. They want to be invited, all right? They just won't show up all the time because sometimes they're better, you know, at home, cuddling with their, you know, pit rescue, eating a pint of Haagen-Dazs, which yeah, I have done from time to time in the past month. Yeah, because I eat my feelings. That's why. Don't judge me. Don't you judge me. I'm dealing with it as best as I can. I have lost some weight, so that's good. Probably from, um, you know, not eating because of the heavy depression. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I've just been eating healthier. But, uh, yeah, so just remember, just because someone doesn't think like you or behave like you doesn't mean that they're, you know, your way is right and their way is wrong. We're all different. You're going to have to accept your friends and your family or whoever as they are because the only person you can control is yourself. You can't control someone someone else. And you shouldn't you shouldn't have to. I mean, you shouldn't want to. That's who they are. Stop trying to change people. I mean, there are little things that you can do to make changes. You know, like I want to be more positive. I can do that. That's a I'm, I'm not going to change at the core of who I am. But, you know, I can improve. We all can improve. If you think you can't improve, you're wrong, all right? And probably a conceited asshole or bitch or whatever. Get over yourself. You can improve. So, man, all kinds of life lessons on today's show. It's a heavy program. So heavy. So heavy. 
I'm going to talk about some fun stuff next because I'm going to be honest, I'm starting to depress myself. And now, on the Adam Smasher Show, we wonder what if, like, what if MaxiPad commercials were voiced by the monster truck guy? Ladies, never be caught in that embarrassing situation again. We know Mother Nature is cruel. That's why you need Stay Free with Wings, the most effective Maxi on the market. Don't settle for generic game brands. Trust Stay Free. Adam Smasher. For more, check us out at VinylDraftRadio.com. So, um, if we can get off of the breakup topic just for a bit here, um, I was talking about you know being divorced or going through a divorce, should I say? My life's a little crazy right now, but I love my friends and. I really have been relying on my friends a lot in the past month. You know, those friends who are like close to me. Obviously, I'll have a you know, flood of Facebook messages or emails and I'm so sorry. I'm here if you need. Right. Okay. Sure you are. Uh anyway, but my close friends not only uh just listen to me uh, vent or bitch or talk or whatever, they also make me laugh. Now, this is a a real conversation I got from my friend Bill, who knows that I love Batman. Batman is hands down the best superhero. Let's face it, Aquaman, the worst. Again, I've instilled that in my children as well. They know. Aquaman is a loser. Talking fish is not a superpower. He sucks like crap. That's right. Aquaman sucks. It's not a real power. God. But Batman is the man. And he sent me this text yesterday and I actually had to sit down and think of my argument and, and really put some thought into it because I wanted to really convey my message of why Batman is infinitely better than Superman. I hate Superman. Oh, come on. Superman's the worst. His costume sucks. His alter ego, Clark Kent, is a doofus. I'll get more into that in a second. Okay, so he sent me a meme that he found, and it's a picture of Superman, and it says... You wake up as Superman, what's the first thing you do? And the first response was by some guy named Jack. He says, go back to sleep and hopefully wake up to be Batman. Okay, I'm with you, Jack. Well, then some jackass replied, yes, because if I wake up as an alien demigod who can fly at supersonic speeds and lift an aircraft carrier above his head, the first thing I'll think is, you know, I wish I were an unstable orphan in a bat costume. Okay, he sent me that along with the quick message, Superman is greater than Batman, change my mind. At first I was so surprised because I actually had to, I said, hold on, give me a minute to gather my thoughts, I can't even believe I'm reading this, all right? So, I'm going to get a little heated here because it really, it, it really gets my, you know. First of all, Superman is a pussy. All right. Secondly, he has alien powers and shit is easy for him. Ooh, unless he gets near a scary green rock, you fucking pansy. Batman has no powers and is just an ordinary man physically. Obviously, he's rich. We know that. But 
he fights hard for his shit. Plus, the Batcave is infinitely cooler than the Fortress of Solitude. First of all, it's the Fortress of Solitude. That is the dumbest name for like, okay, compare the two. Hey, check out my Fortress of Solitude. Or, hey, check out the Batcave. Right, exactly. There's no comparison. Plus, the Fortress of Solitude, it looks like a fucking, you know, Savarsky or whatever crystals, like, threw up in there. You know, why don't you just light some Bed Bath & Beyond candles, you pussy? The only reason that that fucking asshole has powers is he was born with them, right? His mommy and daddy put him on a spaceship and flew him across the galaxy, where all the life forms, us are fucking weak and half-retarded. Batman's parents were murdered, so he goes on a lifetime ass-kicking revenge spree with the coolest gadgets and a badass car. Also, their alter egos, let's face it, Clark Kent is a worthless buffoon doofus who takes pictures. What does he do? Write stories for the newspaper? Does he get coffee for people? Who knows what the fuck he does? Bruce Wayne is a billionaire philanthropist playboy. Who would you rather be? Don't even get me started on the stupid curl, the hair, the front curl. Come on. That's his signature, really? His hair always looks real greasy. And at least Batman has a mask. Like, it's it's plausible, right, that Batman could hide his identity. You know, Superman, what does he do? He puts on fucking glasses. Shut up. Ugh. Fuck you, Superman. Yeah, hey, let me put these crystals in. Oh, look, there's a, a hologram of my daddy. What's up, daddy? Why'd you name me Kal-El or whatever? Stupidest name ever. Batman is dark and cool and badass. And he kicks the crap out of your Superman, so eat shit. All right. And uh, I'm done. See, I'm not even mad anymore. I got it all out, and that's cool. So you could argue with me if you like. You're going to lose. Uh, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. It's A-T-O-M, Smasher Show, cross the board. And now, Stark Differences Between the Sexes, Volume 33, Communication Between Friends. Oh my God, girlfriend, how you doing? Good, it's so good to see you. Great, have you lost weight? You noticed, thanks. You look great too, Chardonnay? You read my mind. (laughs) Hey, dork. Hey, what's up, jerkweed? Not much. You look like crap. Yeah, KMA, buddy. Beer me. You got it. This has been Stark Differences Between the Sexes. Stay tuned for Volume 34, Discovering You're Pregnant. The Adam Smasher Show. Final Draft Radio. I read this, and my mother would not approve of this. My mother, who we're going to call in a bit because it's her birthday today. Sweet old mom. She's 71. I can't believe that. Well, she's a very devout Southern Christian. She would not approve of this Northern California hippie church. Or maybe she would. You know what? My mom is not judgy. It's not for her, but she, who is, she always says, it's not my place to judge. Do what you need to do. I'll worry about me. You worry about you, boo-boo. She doesn't say that. I'm just, you know, loosely quoting her. Well, a new church slash bar. That's right. You heard me right opened up in Northern California, and you are allowed to drink beer and wine during their Sunday service, and I think, why not? You, you are going to have people who are uptight about this, and like, oh, that's not, you know, cool. 
You're there to, you know, worship the Lord. And I get it. You are. You know, that's why people go to church. Well, that's why some people go to church. Others just go to make people think that they're good people when they're just, you know, horrific individuals. But I thought about um, if you have a problem with this, then you probably have a problem with Jesus because don't you guys remember? Big gathering of people. Jesus was probably, you know, preaching, spreading the word. And they were like, yo, man, we don't have any wine. Just all this water around. Be a lot better if we had some wine. Jesus was like, let me snap my fingers. Boom, wine. Let's keep the party going. That was Jesus who did that. It's right. He was the, the first ultimate rock star. Yeah. A lot of people think it's Bono. No, it's not Bono. Although I hear the two are very close. Anyway, I say stop judging other people and worry about yourself. The world would be a lot better place if we just, everyone is always judging someone else for, you know, something that they do or so. Like, who cares if some people in Northern California want to drink beer and wine at the church service? Who cares? Why do you care? You don't think it's right. Well, it's not your place to judge. So back off. Worry about your damn self. That's what I don't get. I, I honestly don't get that. People are so concerned with everybody else when a lot of times they're horrible people themselves. Like, change yourself. That's one thing I learned in my, my you know, relationship. Oh, God, here he goes again with the divorce talk. No, seriously. At first, you know, my friend said it best when she told me that, look, I've been observing you and Katie, you know, from the outside for years. You always get yourself in trouble when you set expectations. You expect her to react a certain way to something. And then when she doesn't, because that's not who she is, you get disappointed and upset. And she was right. I can't change Katie, who she is, just like she can't change who I am. Again, we can all make improvements. I want to be a more positive person. I Look, I'm cynical and sarcastic, but I actually have been pretty positive throughout this whole, uh, you know, separating slash divorce process. Because it does no good to just sit there, you know, and just be miserable, you know, stuffing your face because I eat my feelings and, you know, binge watching TV, getting gross and fat and... Oh, come on, depressed. You know, it's a state of mind, all right? If you think positive, eventually you'll become more positive. I do think that. You know, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Or so they say. But, you know, I can't change. I couldn't change the way. And I, I just didn't get that. I didn't get, well, why didn't she respond this way? Because that's what a normal person does no not all people that's what i would do so i had to stop 
expecting her to be somebody that you know I wanted her to be, and she had to stop expecting me to be someone that she wanted me to be. We have to accept each other for who we are, and the only person you can change is yourself. I said it before, I'll say it again. It's a good life lesson, all right? Hello, Adam. Oh, hey, Jesus. I was just talking about you. I know, I heard. You know, I hear everything. I did know that, yes. You're taking this divorce thing pretty well. I am impressed. You know, your mother has been praying for you, like, what seems like 30 times a day, at least. She does love to pray. Yeah, she does. Well, I just wanted to say good luck, you know, in your future dating endeavors, I guess. You're going to need it. Wait, wait, what? What? Oh, nothing. You just said I was going to need it. I didn't say anything. I heard you, clearly. That's what you said. No, you're mistaken. I did not say anything. Are you waving your hand like a Jedi? No, I am not waving my hand like a Jedi. You realize that is just, that doesn't work. You can't, you're not a Jedi. That doesn't work in real life. Or does it? All right, Jesus. Well, you can never say anything to offend me because I love you. Stop it. You're just saying that. No, I am not just saying that. What? Wait, are you doing the Jedi thing? That's Jesus, everybody. Girls read guy tweets. Chest day, bro. You missed it. Finished off with deep squats. And hot smoothie girl was doing thigh exercises. Hashtag bodybuilder. Just doing some hashtag curls tonight. Ready for summer. Hey, bro, how much you curl? Yo, bro, we getting so wasted tonight. What up with that hoochie Courtney? She like my swag, but I don't need no hashtag baby mama drama, bruh. Ha, you know it. Bros before hoes. Getting my pump on at the gym in 30. How much you bench now, bro? Hashtag ass first, bruh. Girls read guy tweets. All right. We're going to call my mom. I'm Adam, by the way. We are going to, uh, I'm, well, I am, you, you're not going to do shit. You're just going to sit there and like it. I could call my mom. It's her birthday today. My mom is 71. I did the math on my iPhone after I looked at the tattoo of, of her birthday on my arm that I had to get because I could never remember it because I'm, I'm not a good son. You'll like it. Hello. Hey, mom. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. <laughs> I would have I would have sent you something, but I'm broke, so I have no money. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> I don't need anything. I could I could have okay. borrowed some money from you, but that would have defeated the purpose. Exactly. <laughs> you doing okay? Yeah. How about you? Oh, okay. I'm good. You know, uh, getting you know it's almost end of the day here at school, so. Oh, you're still you at know. work. Oh, okay. You guys, start, yeah. you guys started already? Yeah, we, oh. uh, August the 8th. Yeah. Oh, okay. What about Ryder and Cooper? When do they start? Monday. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Miss Young, would you answer the phone, please? Thank you. Uh, so, they, they, are they doing okay? Yeah, yeah, they're doing all right. All right, okay. Well, you need anything? Uh, um. Let's see. Um... I don't want a new wife. I'll tell you that. I'm done with those. 
Oh, you're um, done with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, you're 71, right? Correct. Uh, you don't, you know, you don't look 71. Uh, I was thinking about that. Like, dad looks his age. Like, you know, he looks older than he actually is. But Wait, you, hold on. Hold on. Go tell her in, in, in the classroom. Amelia Lovell's teacher. I have no idea. Go tell her. Help her out. I'm on the phone. Tell okay. whoever that right. is to leave you alone. I know. It's my birthday. Shame on them. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but dad dad looks his age or at least older. You you don't look like you're seventy one. Well, he just sits home and he doesn't have anything to keep him young. I, you know. He, I I but. thought about this and I felt I felt really bad, but I thought God, he must have the most depressing life ever. Like he just he just wanders around and mumbles to himself. Yeah, uh, you know he should have never retired. Yeah, know? true. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm glad you called. I'll, uh, I'll have the kids, you know, call you, uh, you know, later or, or something when you, when you get off. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, and then uh, I'll ask your dad uh, when I get home if he wants to go eat at that, that seafood place in Patterson. So, oh, okay. okay. Good times. You know, we might go down there uh, around 6.30, 6 o'clock, something like that. Okay. If he wants to go, you right. know, I'm not sure. You know, so we'll see. Okay. All right. Okay. Love you. All right. Love you too, Mom. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. It's my mother. Seafood restaurant in Patterson, which is like just a huge metropolis. No, it's not. Yeah. What are you going to do? Happy birthday to my mom. All right. Well, I've uh, got all the use I can out of this bit. Nah, moving on. Guys, do you wish you could get away with half the stuff your girl does? Boy, do I. Then you need the product that's sweeping the nation and world. Boobs. Boobs? Tell me more. Boobs have been getting your woman out of stuff her whole life. Now you can get in on the action with your own. How do they work? Just put these prosthetics on and let the magic happen. Oh, man. I'm already feeling lucky. Getting pulled over by a police officer? Was I speeding, officer? Not with boobs. License and registration? Oh, sorry, ma'am. I didn't see your boobs. Have a nice day. Thanks, boobs! In a rush and want to cut in line? Go ahead. You've got boobs. Hey, what do you think you're doing? Oh, me? I was just... Oh, never mind. You go ahead. I didn't notice your boobs. Here, let me pay for that. With boobs, you will soon learn that you will hardly ever have to pay for a single thing again. Score items like cash, cars, electronics, phones, jewelry, trips, spa packages, and much, much more. Boobs. Get you a pair today. The Adam Smasher Show. On Final Draft Radio. Couple things. First, let me just voice my displeasure with places of business who go too far on friendly customer service. I know you're going to complain about someone being too friendly, Adam. Well, just listen to me, okay? Because I think I have a valid point here. We went to Specs just the, uh, just the other day. I went with my friend to get some alcohol. He's having a party on Friday. So, you know, we go in there and I'm just along for the ride. All right. Well, an employee, you know, asked, hey, can I help you, sir? And but he sounded like uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis in uh, Election, was it? What was the movie where he uh, he and Will Ferrell were political? Anyway, this is really weird. Anyway, no, I'm just here with him. I'm just, you know, there he's being helped. Thank you. Okay. Well, I don't know if the guy forgot or just wanted to offer his services again as I'm just walking around. Can I help you with something? No. Again, I'm just here with my friend. I'm good. Thank you. 
that wasn't enough a third time. I'm like, all right, dude, listen. I'm going to lay this down for you, all right? I really need you to listen and focus on my words, right? I am not buying anything. That other employee over there is helping my friend leave me the fuck alone. I mean, sometimes you just have to be, you know, real with people. And he was just trying to help, but, you know, that's like, I hate going into places, clothing stores, right? And... Oh, have you seen our bubble? If if I walk in and you tell me, "Hey, we have uh, new new merchandise here up front. Uh, we have just put some things like thirty to fifty percent off in the back. Let me know if you need anything." Perfect, good, thank you. You you acknowledged me, offered help. If I need it, I will come to you. But then they repeatedly come back up to you. Oh, have you seen this? So this is great. And you're like, look, all right. I'm not a fucking 12-year-old, all right? You're not my mom helping me pick out school clothes. I'm an adult. If I need help, I will ask you. Thank you. Leave me alone. One more time, I swear to God, I'm walking out of here. So there you go. I mean, offer your services. Welcome them. Greet them. Offer your services. If you need help, please let me know. My name is whatever. Then you're done. If they don't come back up to you, for they don't want your help. Stop being so pushy with the help. And also stores quit using fucking discount cards. Do you have a blah, blah, blah card? What is that? No, no, I don't, all right? Because I already filled out 80 of them for every other store on the planet. You got a key ring with all those little bitty fobs on them. You got like fucking 25 of them on one key ring. You know, Kroger Plus card. Yeah. Blah, 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 savings card. No, I don't want, no, I'll just pay full price if you'll leave me alone. All right, that's it. All right, moving on. Second thing on the agenda for right now is I want to say hi to all the teachers who are headed back to school. Some are already in school. Some start Monday. I know my ex is uh, in service this week, which is a load of crap. And then they start, kids come on Monday. Teachers have to put up with a lot of shit. I am, look, guys, and I'm not just saying that because, you know, I lived with a teacher for 13 years. I'm saying it because, I mean, I realize it. Teachers are underpaid, overworked. You don't even bring up the whole standardized test bullshit, all the crap they have to do. And uh, they just don't get, I think, the credit they deserve. They definitely don't get the salary they deserve. It's ridiculous. I just read about, and teachers, look, you really have to love teaching to to be in teaching. I think one of the most, I guess, attractive parts of teaching, the career of teaching, is one, you get holidays and summers off, which kicks ass, and then you have to put up with some family member asshole asking you why you don't have a job in the summertime. Oh, you're just going to sit around, do nothing all summer? Yeah, bitch. Have you spent five minutes with someone else's kids? Yeah. I've got 30 someone else's kids. Shut up. Well, you know, the other thing is the, I guess, the job security, right? I mean, you pretty much have to sleep with a student, which I know, especially in Texas, it's kind of hard for women to do, I guess, now nowadays, because every week there's a new teacher hooking up with a, you know, 15-year-old. But you basically have to do that to be fired, you know, have to do something really bad. You keep your nose down, you do your job, you're there for life. Well, I just read about two teachers in Florida, and get this, they recently donated kidneys, and they ended up saving eight lives. 
they both wanted to donate to a friend. Then one did a chain donation where they donated to someone else and their friend got a kidney in return. That saved four lives. Then the other teacher was so inspired by it, she donated a total stranger, which started another chain donation. Four more people got transplants. So is that what we're doing? We've moved on from chain letters to chain kidneys now. Is that what we're doing? Hey, I gave up an organ. So should you. Well, you gave up an organ. Good for you. All right. I like my organs in my body. Not coming out. But if you do, unless I die, I'm an organ donor. If you're not an organ donor and if it's for religious purposes, okay, I'll, I'll let you, you know, that's okay. I understand But if you're just not an organ donor, cause you're just not, you're a selfish asshole. Okay. You're dead. You're not using them. They just pop them out, sew you up. You're dead. You're in the ground. You're worm food. Don't be a dick. But you know, that's sad that now teachers to get respect and, and, and praise from people. Now you have to donate organs. All right. To get in the news, just teaching our kids is not enough. All right. You got to go the extra mile. All right. Give them a kidney or a spleen. I don't know what the spleen does. I just know you can live without it. Right. Can you? I think so. Your gallbladder, whatever. Anyway, so good luck, teachers, next week. I have two small kids. To their teachers, you're going to need luck and some patience. Shitloads of patience. Attention dads. Having trouble keeping young teenage boys away from your daughter? All right, well, look, you can come over, but be quiet because my dad's downstairs. Then this is the product for you. Introducing the all-new... Taser pants. Taser pants. The pants that act like a taser and protect your teenage daughter from teenage boy scum. I told you to be quiet. (laughs) Oh no, are you okay? I'm sorry, those are my taser pants. Taser pants. Put your daughter in a pair of these and never worry about unwanted teen pregnancy again. She's got taser pants. Dad... But these taser pants look stupid underneath my prom dress. Nothing will keep a high school sophomore out of your daughter's pants because she's got taser pants. Taser pants. Billy, I'm really sorry my taser pants electrocuted you. But really, you can't even notice the scars. Get yours today. And it's the uh, Adam Smasher Show. It's the Big D Show. D is not referring to my penis. It's referring to divorce. I've been... uh, talking a little bit about my experience with about a month ago my wife and I decided we were going to separate well she decided I was cool with it I mean it was coming it's been a long time coming but again it terrified the shit out of me in the beginning and there are some days when I still wake up you know after 13 years of you know you throw this big of a a change at you you're like oh god so some days i wake up and you know i'm a bit i'm a bit panicked some days i'm sad some days i feel a full range of emotions again it's like what it must be like to be on your period because you know your hormones are growing crazy ladies right are you rolling your eyes at me right now fine roll your eyes at least i don't have to have a period yeah i said it anyway um but you know I feel the full range of emotions, and it's different every day. feels like I'm kind of crazy because 
but you know, I still love my wife. I question if I'm still in love with her. I don't think I am, but again, I have a lot of feelings going through me right now and they're very confusing. I'm working them out in therapy, trying to figure out what it all means. Um, but you know, after 13 years, the past few years have been, you know, we're just like roommates. There's nothing there. And by the time we realized it or decided to do something about it, it was just too late. So here we are still, you know, very much speaking to one another, sharing the kids, really trying to make it as best for them as we can. That's why, you know, we get along and I mean, don't get me wrong. We still, you know, argue and that'll never change if you know my wife. But, you know, on the whole, you know, like uh, the big picture, everything is uh, going to be fine. And I woke up one day and it was like, I realized it was going to be fine, even though, like I said in the beginning, I was like, oh, crap. You know, what am I going to do? But I'm going to take this as an opportunity to work on me. You know? And, and I'm not going to lie, having the freedom to, you know, do what I want. It's pretty good. Pretty sweet. I mean, I'm not saying I'm never going to get married again. Yes, I am saying I'm never going to get married again. Forget it. Like, I'm not a big believer in marriage. I'm really not. Not anymore. Oh, that's so cynical of you, Adam. I just, I don't believe we're built for it. Because you live with someone for that long, you're going to get tired of each other. You're just not going to like each other very much. You know? I don't know. That's the way it seems. But then you, you do have cases where you know, people are 30 years later still in love, I guess. Or they're just doing a really good job of lying to us. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it can't happen, but for me, I'm just going to be practical and, you know, say, eh, not for me. Again, I can go out and have all the sex I want, which is none. No. None. Who's going to, you know, and I also think about that. Maybe that's part of my problem. Is that my uh, confidence is just shit. But really, I look at me now, especially now, like who the hell, at least when I was in my 20s, you know, I had youth on my side. Now I'm 42. Like who the hell is going to want to date this? This. Right? I know. <sighs> yeah, so... Whenever you are faced with, you know, some kind of big change or challenge, something like this, look at, you know, they say this sounds corny, but take it as a growing, um, a learning experience to grow. You know, I've got to change the way I do things right now. You know, things are just, my life is turned upside down and I got to, I got to adjust and I will just like you will. And again, we're not going to be like petty and, you know, the, the whole theme of, of this show, you know, I want to make it clear that, you know, especially if she listens to this, which I doubt she will, but maybe she will. You know, I don't, I don't have any like bad feelings towards her as far. I mean, I, like I said, she's the mother of my kids. I'm always going to love her. 
I've got her name tattooed very big on my forearm. And it says Kate, but she didn't want me to get it, by the way. And I and I was like, like we're ever going to break up. Right? Well, joke's on me. But the K can kind of look like an H, like a weird looking H. So I'm just going to tell people it says hate. Yeah. That's what I'm telling them. So. No, it's hate. Yes, because I hate everything. Anyway, we're going to be adults about it and do what's best for our kids. I hate when I see and I hear about divorce couples, you know, getting their kids tied up in their, their divorce and putting the kids in the middle. That's wrong. That is so wrong. Yeah, I'm not going to do it to, uh, to my kids. So I'll end with this. Uh, I found this funny breakup story. This is messed up. People will do some crazy things when they break up. Here is uh, this woman on Reddit, and Reddit is is a great place to find the most fucked up shit on the planet. But she, uh, and during this thread, she was talking about how she broke up with her boyfriend, and he responded by stealing her toilet. That's right, he stole her toilet. Now, at first you're thinking that's crazy, but then like he really put some thought behind that because, you know... Like, if you think about it, you know, you can, you know, the, the girl gets mad and, like, keys his car or the, you know, you you sleep with one of her friends or whatever. But, you know, they can get over that. When you take away someone's toilet, when you take away someone's place to poop, um, that's messed up. You know, and toilets are expensive. So, I mean, at least a day, you're like, oh, God, or a day or two, you're like, where am I going to go to the bathroom? Well, unfortunately for her, uh, she talked to the cops about it, but it's not clear if they're going to do anything or if she can really prove he did it. But someone was supposed to come in and put a new toilet for her. But until then, she had to go to the, uh, use the Taco Bell down the street. <laughs> Which you know is just filthy, just filthy gross. So, at first you think it's crazy, but I guarantee you he's thinking about her in that nasty-ass, hepatitis-filled Taco Bell bathroom, and he is loving life. Good for you, buddy. I mean, that is very immature. You're a jerk. Man bun can't you see? You're everything that's wrong today You are slowly killing me Are you trying to be a hipster? Perhaps a samurai? If I had a sword, I'd chop it off Send it flying in the sky Man bun douchebag Think that you look cool I assure you, you look dumb as f- You trendy hipster fool Some say this song is really mean Well, my song is almost done And you still look like a giant douchebag Hair top with a cinnabon It's not even real You gotta clip it on Thank you very much. The Adam Smasher Show. This is the Adam Smasher Show.